0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of Joe Miro. What makes today special? Well, thanks for asking. Um, today is the, the first episode of season two of Joe Miro. Is that what makes it special? That is what makes it special.
1: Well, also, Joey and I are less than two feet apart at this moment.
0: Which brings me to my next point. <laughs> I'm Joe, as always. To my right, sitting almost directly next to me is Michael. Michael, say hi. Hi. Awesome. That was way too loud. Okay. Well, we'll tune it down a little. <laughs> um, and to my left, or kind of left, almost directly in front of me. I'm directly in front of he's you. He's directly in front of me, is Robert. Robert, say hi. Hi. We could almost kiss right now. We're so close. Yeah, but we don't want to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That's why. We're recording in person right now. we recording in person. I can literally see these guys. <laughs> 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 uh, it's nice to have our very first episode of season two be just all of us in person, yeah. looking at each other. in person we are recording in person if you didn't catch that we are in person the same room <laughs> no, but why oh why because okay. we're all here we're all here in person for the first time in forever the last night we went to yeah, john's wedding yeah
1: john got married john,
0: <laughs> john got, got married john. Yeah, congratulations, yeah, yeah. congratulations. John and Tori.
1: congratulations
2: we love you So we're all in town where i guess we're all joey and robert are in town so we're all recording it in my house apartment thing
3: Woo! <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of painful <laughs>
0: it's all love so yes we are in person this is very exciting for us yeah maybe me i don't want to speak for those it's exciting for me michael apparently is not excited about this um it
2: sounds yeah. serious <laughs>
0: Anyways, how you guys doing?
2: Good. Great.
0: <laughs> great, Fantastic. I'm glad to hear that. I don't
2: know if you guys knew, but John's wedding was last yeah, night. John so. got married. Yeah, Did he? John got yeah. married. Congratulations, <laughs> John. Wow, <laughs> yeah, congratulations, John and Tori. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> John and Tori. We're all doing good. I was really nervous last night, but now I'm not nervous. I
1: bet. Michael gave a fantastic best man.
0: Phenomenal speech. You don't it have was very good. It was good. Yeah, he told me you liked it. Congratulations, thank Michael. You. Happy birthday. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> a great birthday. <laughs> all right. Um, so before we dive into things, we actually had a listener submit some voice mem- um, messages in response to our previous podcast. Um, David, thank you for that. Right now, we're going to kind of let, let you all know what David had to say.
4: Here we go. Okay, so shout out to Joe for directly mentioning me in the podcast without mentioning my name. So, appreciate it, Joe. Alright, so two things. First, I'm going back to the first topic about what makes a good character. And yeah, I believe y'all hit a bunch of the things that make a good character. One I would like to mention is believable flaws. Like, you want a character to be relatable. And a good way to do that is to make them not perfect in a way that people can understand, right? For example, like they're a little bit cowardly at the beginning or they're a little bit greedy, but then they overcome that later on. An example of something that's not a believable flaw is them being too powerful, unless that's the whole premise of the show as in something like one punch. I think it got
2: cut off a little there. I, yeah. so, so something else we should mention. Um, if you send in a voice message, which again, we encourage, Please you can do. only, I think it's only like a, a one, there's a one minute limit. Yeah. Yeah. It's a minute. I think he pretty much finished his thought there, but yeah. I mean, do you guys have any thoughts about what he was saying there? I can—I agree with him. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I, so that reminds me of whenever I first started playing Dungeons and Dragons, a lot of people there's like a whole section that uh there's three parts like it's like uh something something in flaws um it's like your morals and values and then your flaws i don't remember those are not the two official names uh apologies to all the d and d purists out there <laughs> like,
2: how dare you? Yeah.
1: <laughs> but uh one thing that a lot of people would put for flaws is they would just be like oh my character is an alcoholic but they don't understand what alcoholism
3: is <laughs> and so it was uh
1: it, it, like it didn't make their character believable like like a lot of dungeons and dragons is going into taverns and searching for quests at least in my experience mm-hmm. and it, like a, a believable character would have like <laughs> a really hard time going into a tavern where they're like oh they just go up to the bar, tender, take a drink get a, a rumor that's going on in town and go on a quest that's not realistic but that's Dungeons and Dragons so it's, it's more for fun but yeah like if your character is just if they have something that is defined by the show creators as like their weakness and then they easily overcome it they're not an interesting character anymore yeah they're just you know and they're not relatable. So yeah, I think, uh, uh, David hit it perfectly on the head.
2: Yeah. And I think that consistency is really important. Kind of like the, what you're talking about with the dungeons and dragons thing, like it, your character, you can't introduce your character as an alcoholic and then have them go into a bar and it not be a big deal. Like, yeah. there has to be consistency there for sure. Um, and then he kind of said at the end there, one punch man, one punch Man's a fantastic anime where, yeah, that is sort of the premise where the main character or I guess one of the main characters um, title character is just a godlike, I <laughs> <Yes>. guess like, <laughs> he, he's very like nonchalantly the, the most powerful being whatever. Um, but it's a really funny show. It's a really great show where it kind of plays on that premise, um, but we can go ahead and listen to the next one. Will you Joey. Yep. Fire away.
4: Okay. So I also wanted to comment on the whole cryptid thing and a cryptid from my home state that's a little bit less known is the Beast of Bladenborough. So basically, this thing just really hates dogs. So it was in like, but it was a three or four year stretch between 50 and like 54 that randomly a farmer would come out of his house and his dog is just destroyed. Like, it said specifically, crushed and torn to ribbons which is kind of gross um so they called it the beast of bladenborough it became a cryptid and do i think it's real absolutely not i think they actually later found out it was just a really big bobcat that somebody shot so not all cryptids are as reasonable as others
2: yeah i i think there's definitely with most things like that almost always some sort of logical explanation even if it is like a crazy story Um, I had never heard of that one, though.
1: Yeah, neither did I.
0: Me either. I'm going to go ahead and debunk that right now. It's fake because they hate dogs. Nobody or nothing hates dogs. (laughs) That's scientific fact. Even other,
2: like... other creatures do not hate animal. dogs.
0: Dogs don't hate dogs. Oh, that's
2: quite the rule you just established. It's <laughs> not. It's not a rule. It's a fact. Yes. <laughs> Almost the same thing. <laughs>
4: <laughs> this is a lot of physics here. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah exactly.
0: We like, only speak scientific truths on Jomiro. We are true. scientists. As true as
2: gravity brings things to the earth. Yeah, nothing hates dogs <laughs> yep. ever. Um, but being, being real
0: great. though, that that does seem like a terrifying. Um, Thing they have to deal with in your hometown or your <laughs> town. Just imagine having a dog and just like, oh man, it's almost it's almost sundown. Not sure if the night is gonna come. Yeah, gotta, gotta bring the dog in or or it may end up destroyed.
1: Well it, the beast of Bladenborough. Yeah, yeah,
0: I believe. That is a yes. sick name. Like, that <laughs> oh yeah, is, it that really is so cool. Bloodborne boss, yes. Right? yes. <laughs> it really is. That makes yeah, I can see that. Um
2: thank you, David, so much for sending those in. It's a lot of fun. I love hearing um, yeah thank you a lot perspective
0: other than joey robert and myself if anybody else out there ever has anything to say about any of the episodes please feel free to voice voice in we would love to hear it i'm sure all other listeners would love to hear your opinions as well now joey joey
2: are starting season two of joe Miro, but what also is this the first episode of what is this episode starting off
0: this is season two of joe Miro as you mentioned it is also the first episode where we're all in person this is also the first episode of a spooky month.
3: Ooh, Ooh, spooky month. It's October. <laughs> mm,
0: what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> With it being October, we have decided that we're going to kind of throw in some either spooky or Halloween related topics this month to stu- discuss. Sound good with you guys? I hope so because we planned on doing it. Yeah, we're gonna
2: we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna have uh, every episode's gonna be a little have a little spooky theme, at least one spooky topic, as if we don't already talk about hordes. Yeah,
3: Halloween
0: hasn't been almost the main focus of every episode. But to make
2: it especially special, we will have an entirely Halloween themed episode on Halloween day. So you're gonna get a bonus episode.
0: How about a that? special release on a Sunday? Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Crazy.
3: More enthusiastic, crazy,
0: (laughs) excited, excited for it. Um,
2: Well, Joey, you have a Halloween topic. I understand. I do. Are
0: you guys ready to jump into things? No. No. All right, let's give it a second. How how am I? All right. All right. Good. (laughs) I'm glad you're ready. So, you know, there are people out there who kind of don't know what to do around Halloween time. Sometimes you're not the ones out there dressing up in costumes and trick-or-treating. So you're just kind of hanging out at your house. And you're like, oh, I still want to participate. So I'm going to kind of give out some sweets and treats to everyone. And if you're one of those people asking yourself, what should I give out? What should I do? You should probably Google that and not come to this podcast for the answer. But since you're here, <laughs> we're going to give you that answer, okay? So I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to ask you guys. What are some good things to either give out or to receive as a trick-or-treater? Maybe think back to your childhood or now that you're an adult. What do you, would you think? What would you have loved to receive or what would you like to give out? It doesn't have to necessarily be candy, like per se, but I will go ahead and rule this out right now. It's obviously the king size.
1: Well, that's great, Yeah,
0: but I mean, I would have loved to receive like a razor in my apple. Like everyone always like feared I what happened. I've always heard about that, yeah. and
1: I never got one. I never got one
0: either. Since, uh, since we're on the topic, if there are any children listening, please make sure your parents inspect your candy before eating it. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you're a parent listening, please inspect your children's candy or your own before eating it. We can make sure we get razors. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and before you see if you get any raz- razors, please send them to us.
3: <laughs> I mean, don't do that. <laughs>
1: Well, when I was a little kid I was like looking at my candy Yeah, when I was a wee little lad (laughs) who liked berries and cream (laughs) I I, like I I looked at my candy and my parents were telling me about how like people would put pins in them or razors and I I looked at like a candied apple and I'm like what kind of idiot would eat a candied apple with a razor sticking out of it (laughs)
3: Like, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's not, as obviously,
1: it's <laughs> not like, as obviously hanging out.
2: Sounds like you deserve to have a raise yeah. in
1: your mouth. <laughs> well, I, was, I was like, i why would anybody do that? Like, you know, the people that I always got candy from were old ladies. So it's like, yeah. they plotting to kill children.
2: Or you know, I watched, yeah, Candyman. Man. I watched Candyman recently, the like reboot sequel oh, thing. I still, I still
0: need to go see that. And
2: one. I, that's like part of the plot is like, there's a guy who puts razors in the candy. And I thought this, I've always thought the same thing, honestly, like I think I'm going to know if there's a razor in the candy. Also, how does that even work? Yeah. And, there's the guy opens a piece of candy at one point and he cuts his hand on the razor. Cause the razor is in the wrapper and he's trying to open up the candy. And then it made a little more sense to me. I'm like, okay, so you're not putting the razor in your mouth. You're just cutting up your hands when you're trying to get into the candy. And yeah. I guess that's the danger.
0: Oh, I always assumed that. Yeah. You were putting it in your mouth and ch- chewing down on a razor. That's what I thought too. Yeah. I feel like you deserve it. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> So other than receiving Razor,
3: what else, <laughs> what else
0: you, would, you
1: love to, would you love to receive? Uh, any sort of chocolate. I think you're right about the king size. Yeah. Like I, I loved getting, it was a, a Snickers, a Three Musketeers, and uh, what was Milky Way? All three of oh, those together. Yeah. So you can you can take a big bite of all three at the same time. And it's just like is jambalaya of chocolate. When I was a kid, I did that all the time. I thought about that, actually. Robert's a genius. There was this one house. I I learned it from John Mark. So I don't remember his last (laughs) name. John Mark. Thank you. (laughs) From uh, 701 Terrace, Tate, Georgia. Let's go. (laughs) The 701. (laughs) anyways uh yeah he, he got like all this candy and yeah it's, it's just like you make it one big bar you take them all out of the wrappers and then you just smush them all together and so they're one big thing and literally as a little kid it like you, you can't you can take a, a small tiny bite out of it because it's
0: huge <laughs> so that sounds phenomenal <laughs> not gonna lie but it's delicious
1: you
2: know i was always the kid that mixed up the soda the soda pop and the <laughs> In McDonald's, you put it on, yeah, you in the suicide it, it, or whatever. Yeah. Never considered that as an option, honestly. The candy bars. That's amazing. Um, God, I don't know. I mean, yeah, the king size. Like, if you walk up to a, a house, you know the house, you know, that yeah. always has, like, the good candy. Like, that's always the best. But... I don't know. I'm trying to think if there's anything I ever got that was like really surprising.
0: If you if you need a little bit of time I have something to talk about. You go for it. Okay. Now, if you really want to be the house on the block that all the kids are like, you got to go there. You got to go there. Fruit <laughs> apples. No. <laughs> so, you kind of you kind of stray away from the candy route and you give out homemade food. There was this,
3: there I've was this house.
0: Before. Yeah, there was this house back in St. Joe They used to give out every year chili dogs, and yeah, chili. on Halloween uh, they used to be out there with their like little crock pot or whatever cooking chili, That's and they awesome. were just like making hot dogs and bringing them out, and it was chili dogs and soda. So yeah, at the end of October it can get a little chilly okay haha <laughs> pardon the pun it can get a little cold
2: <laughs> Oh in person gives you superpowers
0: <laughs> um, yeah it can get a little cold so while you're out there trick or treating it's always nice to have some a warm chili dog to kind of like <laughs> help you progress on your journey of the candy hunt
1: you know i that i will say you're bringing you're unlocking some memories Yeah. Uh, when i was trick or treating in georgia because that was, that was like the only time it got cold outside of December. There's like this weird couple of years where it got really cold right around Halloween. And it was still like just warm enough to go outside and whatnot. And we went to a few houses. And I want to say they gave us like mac and cheese. Yeah, And like mm. that it was good. I was yeah. surprised. Like, um, but I think that was within our neighborhood. There was also, we had a cul-de-sac party a few times where like, there's a bunch of kids in our neighborhood at the time. And so all the families came by and all the kids came by and this one house had this like haunted house thing that a lot of neighbors participated in. And so you went in through one side of the house, you came in through on the other side and they had like little treats and stuff is, I don't know. It was interesting.
2: I always, I don't know if this technically counts, but having the option, and this is sort of a, a risky move by the house, <laughs> but people who leave just the bowl on the front porch and are like, take whatever you want. Bless those yeah. people. Bless those people. I, because the, everybody likes different kinds of candy. Like, there's not really, like, one universal candy that everybody likes more. Like, you might some people might say Reese's, but, like. I love me some Reese's <laughs> but like everybody likes different candy so you could just kind of take the candy that looks like your favorite uh, assuming it's there and not have to worry about like I mean obviously there's some people who are bad and would
0: just take the whole bowl do like, not be one, do not be one of those bad people.
2: But like that was always really nice to see. I have like I have specific memories of like walking up to a house and seeing that bull and just being like, yes, yes. just picking yes. it out. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I think some places also had like little like knickknacks and toys. Not my favorite, but like uh-huh. again, I always liked the surprise. The surprise was always nice for me.
0: Yeah. Anything else you guys got to say?
1: No. I'm trying to think of like any other things. That it,
2: you'd think we'd have crazier things we've picked out before but I mean the king size candy bars like full on like dollar 50 candy bars was just yeah. always insane those, those are
0: the good ones
1: for me it was I, I love the candy but i I more so enjoyed seeing what decorations people put up and then also yes. I I kind of like like I love the candy bowl outside just being able to pick but I also sort of loved seeing adults dressed up handing out candy that like gave me life as a child i was
0: like i could
1: still do this when i'm older yeah.
0: <laughs> did, did you guys ever experience any any house that would have like somebody like propped up on a bench or whatever and, like a scarecrow yes. in a costume and like as soon as you walk up like the bowl's right there and like grab a piece of candy and you go around and they're like ah and then like they're like you're scared and they're, like haha and then they hand you candy I like those people. I'm pretty sure I could I could see myself people. doing that. I think my dad did that one time. He was a scarecrow. Oh cry. yeah. <laughs>
1: I want to say we had like there was like this a, a, a bunch of pillows with hay over it so that he didn't get like scratched by the hay, mm-hmm. and he just sat in this chair, and the people came up and he'd just like pop up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, like you, you can't do it too frequently. You can't do it to yeah. every kid. You gotta have a guy that be like still for some of them, so some kids don't see it coming. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna go into a little part B of this. So we've discovered the do's. How about the don'ts? What don't you you pass out on Halloween? Other than other than razors, <laughs> other than razors, what do you what should you not pass out to these to these unfortunate children?
2: I have a good example of the worst thing I've received in a Halloween basket. Oh, go for it. Towel. Um, nothing crazy, but expired Easter candy. (laughs) Are you serious? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) You know, good on you for checking the um, expiration date because I need to when they're eggs.
3: (laughs) 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 That makes sense. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I, I
2: very specifically remember being like, oh. I'm going to look at these when I get home <laughs> and we're going to make a decision. Uh, but yeah, that's probably the worst thing I've ever gotten. So I don't know, just buy candies like often on sale before Halloween. Yeah. So, <laughs> I know times are tough, but like, come on. <laughs> I just a couple of bucks to get some candy for the kids. Um, uh, I, you know, as much crap as people get for putting like fruit and things i think generally you're safe putting like apples bananas don't put an orange i feel like there's just too much (laughs) i like oranges but there's that's like an an orange that you have to peel not like a the tangerine where you can kind of use your grubby little fingers to open it up
0: (laughs) but like you have to use an actual like utensil or something like an
2: orange like i don't know it just feels like you're giving me a chore (laughs) yeah (laughs) um mm, i think those are my least favorite things
1: See, that's how i feel about the the carameled apples that are wrapped up in paper because i'm like okay i've got a costume i might have like a sword or some prop in one hand i've got the little pumpkin bowl in the other hand i don't have time to to hold on to this like big. like the apple is about the size of my face like at least that was my experience. People got these huge apples. Yeah. I'm like, these these are genetically modified organisms right here. And <laughs> I I'm just like, I I'm not a huge fan of caramel. I like it in some things, but if you're like the apple is just smothered in it and it's like melting, like if it's like a warm Halloween. It's just oh, like getting stuck. A
2: sticky mess. One yeah. time, it got
1: my whole. I put it in the pumpkin bowl. This is how I. Oh, this no. is how I learned that you have to hold it because if you put it in the pumpkin bowl and it melts, it gets caramel over everything.
3: Oh, <laughs> so you're like, wow! You're a whole mess like a, of caramel. A,
2: a, a sabotage bomb for yeah. your <laughs> entire <Yeah. dinner> Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with this, kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, another don't for me and I know this is a hot take but candy corn I hate it.
2: Oh I love candy corn. <laughs> it
0: sucks. I love candy corn. I will
2: say candy corn in a, a like a a Halloween basket that's otherwise filled with like brand name candies and candies that almost anyone can enjoy and then putting candy corn in there it's just a it's a too it's too much of a shake up. I like candy corn but like I don't know it's a wild card to to have that in like people giving that out for Halloween.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Um, it's kind of like, like you said, i mixing it with all the like name brand candies that people like. It's like, yeah, I like candy corn, but obviously I like this better. So I'm not taking the candy corn. <laughs> I'm not touching that. <laughs> Leave that for whoever gets here last. Um, I have a don't. So you're out there trick-or-treating and you're bouncing from neighborhood to neighborhood. And you know that dennis johnson or whatever <laughs> <laughs> that's just specific of a name no sorry dentist not dennis dentist and he's like
2: johnson yeah i was like, <laughs> dentist, and and like johnson, yeah, <laughs> was like, was like, uh, yeah what did he
0: do to you? yeah and he's he's like trick-or-treat kids here's your apple your toothbrushes your floss i've gotten a toothbrush on halloween oh, oh i have too yeah like cool You you care about your teeth's health? Not on Halloween. Leave me alone. (laughs) I don't want I don't want your toothbrushes. Bad house.
2: It's really too bad because all dentists are going to hell. (laughs) So you know I understand that you know you don't always choose your profession, but
0: yeah. So do not give out any. Do not think you're like mightier than all, and give out some like. Mouth health stuff to people on Halloween mouth be gone, stuff.
1: you know. I really like this like predestination, like Calvinism that you're going with with dentists, like they're born that way.
2: Oh, yeah, <laughs> dentists are born. Dentists. I think everyone has a choice except for
3: dentists, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <sighs> man. Another thing for don'ts on uh, again, maybe just for me is I I don't like the flavored Tootsie Rolls. I just want chocolate. I don't like that weird orange, blue, or lime green flavored. I don't mind them. I just... They're, I they're
2: definitely like... If you get a bunch of those, it's like someone put a bunch of C-minuses in your... Yeah, that's yeah. right.
1: It's a C-minus candy.
2: Yeah. I'll eat it, but... I don't know. I got this Milky Way here and this three muskets here. Like, and you're, I've got to eat
1: these. You stick to chocolate, maybe something with the crunch. A Twix bar is always great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or even something sour. You could do. Like, I got tons of uh, dipsticks back in the day from Halloween. Cool.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just said dipsticks. So uh, yeah. sticks. Cool. <clears throat>
3: do
2: you guys have a favorite candy? Maybe I'm spoiling another topic for
0: the future. But favorite candy is... You don't have
2: to go into it too much. Is
0: Reese's. I Reese's love Reese's. Peanut butter. Mm. I'm a firm believer that peanut butter makes almost everything better. Mixing peanut butter with a lot of stuff just enhances the flavor by a lot. So peanut butter and chocolate is the ultimate combo. Man. Yeah. Uh...
2: I've really come around on... Uh... Twixes and Snickers recently Reese's is just God tier it's like the Beatles Of candies like (laughs) It's you can't do wrong With Reese's but I think Recently I either my favorite is either These like I don't even know what it's filled with but there's These filled flavored Twix Not Twix uh, Twizzlers
1: Oh, Oh. okay.
0: Yeah, and
2: they've got this lemon and, like, strawberry or cherry combination flavor. Oh, my God, it's so good. And then I also really like um, uh, these brownie-filled M&Ms you can see these is that the is that that like in the purple
0: package or whatever yes actually i've I've seen them but i've never had them i
2: never get them because i know they're gonna kill me one day they
0: (laughs) they sound good they Um, are amazing going off the track of topic i love gummy bears gummy worms i'm a big fan of gummies gummies are
2: good yeah you know i like gummies too but they kind of make my teeth and fingers feel like grody
0: after you have a lot of them yeah
2: yeah it's like I need to take a shower.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys not shower
1: after Halloween?
2: <laughs> Wait, just in
3: general?
1: <laughs> you always got to shower after Halloween's over. Because you've been in that costume, you've been sweating, you're a little child running around, you're grubby already. Yeah, I but I mean, is...
0: I'm not going to shower as soon as I get home. I'll shower the next morning. Uh,
1: no, I always. no, no, no. Halloween no. shower. It, is, it makes a so ritual.
0: You're telling me, you go down trick-or-treating, and you get home and you have all this candy, and you're like, oh, before I dive into this candy, got to have some self-restraint and go shower. Absolutely. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's nothing better than a Halloween shower, because
1: you're in there, you get Fresh, then you go downstairs and you're like, "Look at all this candy! I'm nice no. and
0: I'm clean and I get to eat this." As soon shit. as I get home, I dump out the candy and I swim in it, basically. So if you get <laughs> home
2: with your mountain of candy and you go shower.
1: <laughs> you know, no, I'm telling you, like a nice warm, sh- especially if it usually at least when it was in Georgia, Halloween was like one of the first cold days of the year and so you go home and you take a nice warm shower or bath even dude and you just treat yourself that's so nice and you just sit in there and you soak it up and then you go downstairs and you're nice and clean because also you've been like running your hands through if you're not eating candy during halloween while you're trick-or-treating you're also doing it wrong you gotta eat as you go. You don't wait till the end.
0: What if you have one of those costumes that like require like the gloves? Like, what if you're like Freddy one year and you just have like these extended fingers? <laughs> figure you <use> it out. <laughs> those
2: knives and you poke those candies.
1: Just figure it out, man. You chose those hands. You gotta make your way through it. Wow. Real quick. Favorite candy. This is a sleeper. I never see it that much, but when I do, I get so excited. Saltwater taffy. No. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm out. You no, I like it. I don't like it. No, I mean, it's what? not It's my
2: favorite, it's, but I definitely like it a lot.
1: It is so good, especially the sour apple or like a blue raspberry. Really any flavor, I love those two. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it gives
2: me shivers.
3: <laughs> it's great.
2: Uh Rollins texted me. She wants to give a shout out to Heath Bars. She's also in the room, but she's staying quiet snugly with Nova. Yeah. Uh, so shout out to Heath bars. Heath bars are Heath good. They're Heath bars really aren't bad. Yeah, teeth. no, That's hurt my teeth. No, I don't like Heath bars. Is <laughs> no. it? Is it
1: because like the 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 hard like. Yes, chewy part in it. Is. it is. Yeah. I hate that crunch. I felt like I almost broke a tooth as a child. I was like, what is this? I did
0: break a <laughs> tooth <laughs> eating a payday.
3: <laughs> really?
0: oh, okay. Let, let me peanuts. Let me preface this. I had a loose tooth. It wasn't uh, like a full okay. intact tooth that I bit it and it just shattered. <laughs> I had a loose tooth and I like I bit it and I felt to come out, but I also had a lot of peanuts in my mouth and I was like, Whoa. which one's my tooth? Oh. oh, God. <laughs> so I kind of
2: dug in there and pulled out a few peanuts and then I eventually found a tooth and I was like, there we go. I lost my first tooth eating a Soft brownie. A soft brownie? Oh, soft brownie. They just like, suck and I was like Brownie isn't soft anymore. <laughs> 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 what else is in here? <laughs> Jeez. Turns out it's a tooth. It's a tooth. <laughs> um Okay, well, are you
0: done? Yeah, it's- <laughs> I, think that, I think that about wraps it up for the do's and don'ts of being a good. Trick-or-treat host.
3: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not being a
0: dentist.
2: Yes. Um okay. Well I'll move on on to the michael See, I might just bring a Halloween topic to every episode now because this is fun. I'm excited for Halloween.
0: October best month.
3: Ooh.
2: When we get to the
0: Christmas month. Stop. Christmas month starts <laughs> in about a month. November doesn't exist. Christmas That's month true.
2: started two days ago.
0: You better stop I, it. I'm not
1: kidding you. As I was driving here to Missouri, I saw a wreath on the side of the highway. Someone right. lost their wreath. I was pissed—not yes. for their loss, but because it got one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's kind of bad, honestly. See, I just I don't feel like I can start celebrating it until like halfway through November or beginning of November. Because Thanksgiving doesn't have feelings. Yeah, no. I'm not trying to get into <laughs> it. Started, my brain's started going. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, but anyway, today I do not have a Halloween topic. I have actually a really serious topic. Uh, hell <laughs> yeah.
0: Jomiro being serious? Oh, maybe. Maybe it will be serious. Bring I don't it on. know. Let's try to not make it serious. Um,
2: what is the... M- <laughs> What is the nicest thing a stranger has ever done for you?
0: Oh, man. When I was a kid, I'm talking like seven or eight or whatever. Is this your answer? Eh, no, but it's something I'm going to mention. Okay. Um, I was wearing a Stefan Mulberry jersey. Um, he used to be the point guard for the New York Knicks. And I was in New York at the time and I was wearing it. So a stranger gave me a $20 bill for wearing a Stefan Marbury jersey. Wow. He was like, he was like, Hey kid. um (laughs) (laughs) Hey kid. (laughs) Take this. (laughs) yeah no
3: he
0: i was with i was with
3: this is how csi
0: (laughs) (laughs) i was with a family member we were i think we were at like a hotel like at a banquet or something like that i don't know um i was out in the hallway and he was like (laughs) hey kid nice jersey and he like he gave me a 20 i just remember looking at i think my aunt i I looked at her and she was like yeah (laughs) and i was was like okay so like i took it and i was like thanks, mister. <laughs>
2: I thought you were doing like a, thanks, mean Joe. Kind of thing. No,
1: yeah, and he was
0: like, yeah, then he just kept walking, and I was like.
1: So he hmm. actually wasn't creepy. He was just genuinely He
0: genuinely was like, hey, nice jersey. I mean, the New York loves their Knicks, even though they suck half the most of the time. <laughs> Knicks, bad. Knicks bad. Any of my basketball fans out there.
2: Yeah, the dentist bad. Knicks bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: Did.
2: um so if you guys still need more time to come up with like yeah i a do good one.
1: i've got an honorable mention <laughs>
2: but you think you've got like an answer answer
1: no this is just a quick one you want to go I, sure i can tell okay. it's just when i got when i was coming back i think i told the full story about coming back from the netherlands and i, I like it was like this horrible plane trip and i, I got back like at 2 a.m um but the people in Scotland who worked for the train and bus service were so friendly and so helpful. And it was late at night and it was a Sunday. Like I just like all the circumstances, if I was in their position, I probably would have been very tired, very grumpy, but they were, they took their time to be very friendly with me and very helpful. And it seemed like they genuinely cared for my safety and they wanted me to get home. And that was just, that was really nice of them. Like they, Every time something bad happened, they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Here, let me try and help you." And I don't know. I got home, so (laughs) (laughs) that's nice. It worked.
0: Um, Does a does a coworker that you don't talk to count as a stranger?
2: I think so
0: even rarely talked to i think is yeah I mean, so um i don't know if i've told this story on here before this isn't my this is probably not my answer just something to mention that of a kind stranger doing a good act um but in college i worked at sam's club and i was pulling a bear a pallet of grapes you, have i talked about this story i'm pretty sure you talked about this on the podcast yeah. okay well <laughs> anyways like they fell over and it spilled like 40 cases of grapes all over the ground. You can tell it a thousand times for all I care. Yeah, I yeah. yeah I spilled a whole lot of grapes on the ground, and I was like, my life is over. It's ruined. I'm going to get fired. <laughs> um, and some guy like stayed, because it was after hours. We were like, closing, so everyone was kind of cleaning up their areas and going home. And some guy, I do not know who he is, do not know who he was, um, but he worked at Stands Club because he was in there. Helped me clean him up. That's nice. Yeah, that was it nice is. of him. He was probably like, man. This guy's having a rough day, yeah, and I'm over here just crying in my spilled grapes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we just all have lives, you know, and at that point of the day, he's probably been there for hours, so the fact that he's like, I'll help him out, you know, that's, yeah. that's really considerate. Yeah, like, when tonight. it's
0: when it's time to go home, nobody wants to, wants to stay after and, like, continue doing stuff. When it's time to go home, you just want to go home. Yeah. Especially if, if it's, like, the end of the night. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, 10 o'clock at night. You're just ready to go do whatever you're going to do tonight. night. Absolutely.
2: Um, so I've got an honorable mention too, that I thought about just now. It's not work related. I'm not sure why it came to my mind, but Rollins and I were helping, Rollins and I were actually doing our own good deed and helping someone who was stranded this last year. Um, not stranded, but, um, their car was stuck in the snow in the middle of, um, the street and they're, they're trying to cross over to a different side of the street. And their car was stuck, and they were clearly having a really tough time. So we stopped. Uh, we turned around and stopped and tried to help them get their car out. And someone else actually stopped and helped us and it was just the nicest person. Um, I wish I got their name, um, but they didn't need to. But, but I think because they helped, they stopped to help us get this other person's car out of the snow. It ended up being... Uh, a 20 minute endeavor rather than what could have been an hour just having that extra person to help push and dig out the snow was just a tremendous help and i don't know i am surprised uh, like anyone stopped so uh, much less someone who was really helping like that so i shout out to that person um but then my actual answer the nicest thing a person has done for me um I'm trying to think of how to start the story. So in high school, um, just like in middle school for me, I I went through a lot of hard times. I went through a lot of um, emotional distress and just just dealing in general uh, and I think this is partially because of you, Robert. I'm not sure. <laughs> no, God, no, not the sadness.
3: No, not the sadness. yeah. That was a lot of like Indeed. emotional,
0: emotional pain. It's your fault, Robert. Yeah, pain I that came out of this.
1: I bullied Michael. I guess <laughs> I didn't know it. No, uh, I was like
2: talking. And I was like, wait, what does this sound like? <laughs> um. And I, I've always been super quiet, but especially in high school, after moving, I just became a very, uh, to myself, quiet, shy person. And what might have been junior year, maybe sophomore, I think it was junior year, though, I was in the band room, and I was in the middle of this period of my life where I was super sad, and this girl named Josie came up to me. And I had never talked to her in my life. Um, I didn't know her at all. And she was like, are you Michael Kripe? And I was like, yeah. And she hugged me. And um, I was just like, "What is? what in the world is going on? Why is this person hugging me? I don't know this person. And she stopped. And she was like, I know you're going through a hard time. And if you ever need anything or need to talk to anyone, you can talk to me never I'd never spoken to Josie um and not only did that come to me as like a you just like if people say those things that you know you know you know people and they say you can talk to me whenever you need to but if a stranger does it it just means something completely different and it just kind of gave me a new perspective on like not being shy you know like just how much that meant to me it made me kind of want to do that for other people too um a sort of like a pay it forward kind of thing. But I think that's partially because of Robert, because you knew Josie and I think <laughs> you went to the same youth group. We did. Yeah. And I was like, all right, that was the sweetest thing in the world and it changed my life or whatever. But how does she know me? Like, how does she know I'm going through a hard time? Um, and that's the only explanation I could ever come up with. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, so we we saw... I, this all started... I wanted to bring up this topic because we saw... Rollins and I saw the Dear Evan Hansen movie, which was whatever. But the actual like, subject matter of Dear Evan Hansen, I really loved. And um, in the movie, the the main character um, is very quiet and reserved. And he has someone else who's very quiet and reserved come up and sign his cast. And it just... I don't know how well it comes across in the play itself, but it it just seems like that moment changes the main character's life. And, um, it just kind of made me think about moments like that, that I had in high school because I was shy too. So yeah, that was that moment a lot to me. So I wanted to ask you guys too. Um, sounds like Joey got 20 bucks out of his moment though. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I sure did. Who needs to be emotionally happy when you can have 20 bucks? <laughs> <laughs> 20 old macaroonies. Hey, as an eight year old, 20 bucks is a lot of money.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. So I, I, now that I think about it, it's taken me a while to really process something that was, I guess, really, really impactful, but there was a, it's, it's hard to think about now because now he's like a really good friend of mine, but at the time he was a stranger. Um, there was this guy who lived on my dorm floor named Nick. everyone called him Buck and he was part of this fraternity on campus. The fraternity I actually ended up joining and the just the thing that he ended up doing was like recruiting me into the fraternity and, and uh, just I was at a really low point uh, freshman year. Uh, just, it was in a really horrible relationship.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I,
1: I don't know if he recognized that or not, but either way he, he just reached out to me and we didn't really talk at all when we lived on the same floor in the, in the dorm, but he had my number somehow and he just started talking to me and wanted to hang out and I started hanging out with him and meeting some of the guys. And I mean, if I, uh, Hadn't have joined the fraternity, you know, I would have had a completely different life. Um, because that just set forward so many things in motion, uh, like me moving to Indianapolis. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't be dating Etta because of that job, I wouldn't have uh, become involved on campus because of the organization. Um, uh, you know, I wouldn't have learned more about myself because I probably would have just like kept hanging out with no one. Um, so yeah, I don't know, just he just wanted to hang out like we didn't even know each other and um just that random act of kindness was uh pretty impactful
2: yeah that's a pivotal moment in your life i never really thought about that i just always assumed that you wanted to do something different and got you're like i'm gonna look into ato but the fact that
1: he actually like reached out to you it seems oh no dude i was so depressed (laughs) like I, i was like i remember the moment i was in uh i was in an like a over by a cornfield in my dad's truck. I got this text and it was just like,
3: Oh, like,
1: I didn't have any friends like freshman year. I hung out with a bunch of people, but they're all like very superficial. And I was still trying to figure out like who I was and what I believed. And so I didn't have any connections and I spent all my time in the dorms rather than meeting people. Big mistake. If you're, a freshman college, get out, please. (laughs) Meet people.
0: (laughs) Get out in the world, not get out of college. (laughs) Yeah. It's It's just like a little life preserver of like,
1: sophomore year, second chance. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, There were also like random times on the bus. Like freshman year, I used to ride the bus. I guess these were similar opportunities. I just didn't really take them. Uh, Just strangers on the bus would talk to me. Um, And that was just really... It was nice, um especially not having any friends, just like someone to talk to, even if it wasn't the same person, they're just friendly, like um this one guy he literally turned to me on the bus, he put his phone down he was like, "Hey, I read an article about like how people are using their phones much more uh as like time goes on, and that's like reducing." human to human communication he said it much better than what i am right now (laughs) but he was basically like phones Phones, are preventing people from talking to strangers you want to talk about something and i was like yeah i'd love to do that like you know i was just itching to talk about something with someone and this guy just again life preserver here's a moment um there's so many little moments like that that i feel like we forget
2: but
0: they still mean a lot to us
3: Absolutely.
0: i wouldn't say it's a kind act or anything but um I used to fly a lot. I've been flying a lot less in the recent years, but every time I would fly, um, depending on the vibe given off to me by the person I'm sitting next to, I would normally strike up try to strike up a conversation with them, maybe comment on something they're reading or doing or whatever, but like somewhere in high school, um, I remember I was talking with this older lady I sat next to and she was playing Sudoku um and at the time i knew what sudoku was but i didn't know how to play and i was like hey what you got there and she's like oh i'm just playing some sudoku and i was like oh cool what is it <laughs> so like she walked through like how to play it and her and i fe- like did a few pages of the sudoku one some of those were hard um they were like you guys can't see this listening but they're like really big charts like really big boxes a lot of boxes um so that wasn't really a kind moment it was a fun moment just kind of talking to strangers stuff like that
2: no, still though, like that's, that's an engaging moment. I, I guess it doesn't necessarily have to be like a, a kind gesture or like an act of kindness or anything, but just like, I don't know. I just always felt like some of my most memorable and important and impactful um moments with people or with strangers because there's there's no obligation by that for that person to do something and interact with you so when they do it just feels really special
1: yeah you kind of get a vibe like this person is probably a really good person
2: yeah exactly and that's always nice to come across so it seems like you came across one of those people even if you're just playing so (laughs)
1: yeah that's the thing when you're on the plane it's like 50 percent people who snore Fifty percent people who don't want to be talked to. No, forty percent people who don't want to be talked to. And then, hello, Caleb. Caleb just walked in. (laughs) And our uh, guest this week.
2: Remember last week, everybody? We said there's a guest coming, and it's Caleb who's going to sit down and be quiet.
1: The ten percent of people that talk to you are very fascinating people.
0: Yeah. Sometimes people, like you were saying, just do not want to be spoken to on a plane. Absolutely um you're
2: right though, there is a correlation the people who talk to you end up being typically very interesting um nice kind people
0: i'm one of those people on the plane that will always ask at the beginning hey you got gum <laughs> <laughs> is that your kind
2: gesture yes and
0: depending on their answer i may either a get gum from them or b i always have gum on me so well whenever i fly planes so then if they say no i'll offer do you want a piece of gum <laughs> and then most of the time they say no and I'm like, cool. And yeah. I eat my gum. Dude. It's a good
2: conversation starter.
0: Yeah, it really is. <laughs> I either get something out of it or they get something out of it. It's a good conversation. Yeah. Ooh, this is – wait, can I tell one quick story? No. Absolutely. Okay, Joey said no, so. All, All right. right, fair Sorry. enough. On to the next one. <laughs> uh,
1: I. You just reminded me of something. Um, I was coming back from somewhere west. I don't remember where or – I know it was in – I want to say 2017 – uh, and these, I sat next to these two professors of geology.
3: That They were
1: married. Yeah. Okay. Next one,
3: <laughs>
1: if you could all only see his face <laughs> when he said those words. So, so proud. They were a married couple. They both were professors of geology and I had the window seat and they sat next to me and they were like, do you want me to tell you like what you're seeing? And I was like, yes.
2: No, absolutely. I would be like, yes, please. <laughs> that does sound fun. We flew awesome. over
1: a portion of the Grand Canyon. And they they were, they looked like little children. They were like, they unbuckled their seats, and they were also like right next to the window for a second. Wow. They they, they also were probably like 70 or 80 years old. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it was fantastic. They were like, yeah, that's, I don't even remember what they were calling it, but they were talking about all the different type of rock formations, and they were talking about fault lines and stuff. And I was just like, you guys have a great life. That's amazing.
2: They're like, we just fly yeah. <laughs> so we can look at rocks. Oh man, that's really cool. Actually, I want to, I want to fly more now so I can meet interesting people.
0: Uh, flying flying used to be so fun. Yeah, well, with COVID. It's a little people yeah. down.
2: That's true. Never mind. I don't want to fly anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Give it a year. <laughs> Yay.
3: Well, we'll see. <laughs>
0: One day. But I mean, flying is great and all, but. Driving is also as good. I don't know, really struggled to say that. <laughs> yeah. Driving really is good because I mean I feel like if I you're driving with about
2: some this, right? what? Did we talk about this? Like best yeah. ways to travel? Oh, did we? I like yeah.
0: driving. You guys like flying. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> driving's good. Flying's good too, but a lot easier and better. People who wave at you while driving, good people. Yeah. I agree. The random way is just a Yeah. Or mm-hmm. even,
1: like, the, the finger wave, that's definitely a Missouri thing. Everyone does that. Yep. It's like, oh, points. It's like, I'm the coolest person in the world, and so are you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then,
0: like, the people who actually, like, smile at you and, like, hey. Friendly. Yeah. Love you that. know, whenever that happens, I'm just like, who are you?
3: <laughs> no. I <laughs> mean, i will, person in the I world. Will, I'll, I'll wave
0: back at them, but I'm like – why are you waving and smiling at me? Just like what? Just being friendly. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's all. Great. Right.
2: They're like, do they want my gum? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I don't
0: have any in my car with me. <laughs> Leave me alone, people.
2: Okay. Well, if if you guys are done, I'm done. We can move on to Robert's topic. Uh, Robert.
1: righty. Here's my question. Uh, what is the first memory that you guys have of? Uh, each of us <gasps> my
2: first memory of michael <laughs> oh what a good topic to do in person yeah, yeah.
0: my first memory of michael um he was in the same what was it, what was it world history that's what the class was
2: uh, uh some sort of like social yeah studies it was some sort class. of social
0: studies class and he was sitting in front of me and michael had a lettersman jacket as a freshman because <laughs> he was a swimmer and he was pretty good at it
2: and um, i was a dummy should no, no 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 you should be proud of his
0: swimming accomplishments Mm. congratulations you were on varsity as a freshman thanks um so he had a Lesman jacket and me being me couldn't read cursive that well um so i was like i was like Let me
2: swallow my water for-
0: <laughs> i was like hey your name's crispy that's cool his name is cripe It's not crispy but i thought the i thought the lesbian jacket said crispy and i don't know what was going through his mind but he was probably like Is this kid stupid? (laughs) (laughs) But that was the beginning of a friendship that took a long break.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not because I'm mad at him. (laughs) Yeah, he hated me for
0: three years.
2: Well, it's funny. I don't even remember it being like that. I remember it being more like we sat down and I thought Joe was a drug dealer because he looked like one. (laughs) He was this (laughs) long-necked, (laughs) short-haired... freak of nature <laughs> yeah
0: i was tall and long and super skinny had short hair my neck was like at least a foot long or something I don't know. and Man, i wore oversized clothes tall tees, and long jean shorts yep.
2: and i just remember being like this kid looks like a drug dealer and we started talking and we started talking about video games and he was he played call of duty on ps3 and i was like dude no one has ps3s ps3s suck will you add me as a friend <laughs> um and that's what I found out. His name on PlayStation is I Young Mafia. No. Like, so wait, he is a drug dealer still?
0: When he says he was, that is still my name. Oh yeah. Thirteen years later or whatever.
2: Um, and I don't remember you actually thinking my last name was my full name was Michael Crispy until later. Um, which is funnier because that means you thought my name was Michael Crispy for, for a, a long time.
0: <laughs> yeah, Michael and I didn't actually become better friends until senior year of high school and then
2: we became really good friends in college freshman year yeah yeah because
0: robert brought michael into the video announcements room the lavar yeah Um, i beat you in smash and i was playing smash bros (laughs) on one of our tvs that we had in there and he was like what are you doing I'm like playing smash and he was like huh that's cool (laughs) and i was like (laughs) you want to play and he was like sure and we both thought that the other was trash (laughs)
2: <laughs> that's pretty much it.
0: Yep, that's pretty much it. And that was basically the first memory of our friendship. Then Michael started to go to Balsal Hard University. <laughs> I did start to
2: go to Balsal Hard University, right. but I just I, I had gone through a breakup and I was like, I need more friends than just Caleb. And, <laughs> and so we started hanging out with uh Chance Dale uh Nick, Joey, Robert I had been hanging out with Robert for a long time, but Zach. Robert and Zach and yeah, the whole crew, lots of good people. Um. See, we've been saying John's been getting married. Now Nick's getting married. Congratulations,
3: Nick! Is, Nick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Nick is engaged congrats, Nick.
0: right now. Congratulations. And um, uh Zach's already married.
2: Oh yeah, Zach yeah. is already married. And so is Chance.
3: Yeah, yeah, Chance got married. Oh, boy,
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 not happening. It's happened. <laughs> the snowball has started rolling. I mean,
0: we're almost thirty now. So, hey, watch out! You can just shut your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> So yeah, that was um, that was my experience with michael Robert, I was really good friends with Nick and chance, who played baseball, and I think this was sophomore year, maybe um Robert also played baseball, so they were like we're gonna we're gonna start bringing Robert around we're all gonna hang out together, so that's why I met Robert, and <laughs> I don't know how I felt <laughs> I, I was like. Who's this guy? <laughs> I ended up loving him. He's great. <laughs> but at first, I was just, like, so confused. I was like, he doesn't know anything about sports. Nope. Because <laughs> that was mainly Nick Chance and I's, like, band, like, bond that, like, brought us together. Like, oh, we all love sports. That's, like, our thing. And there was Robert. And I was like, who this guy? <laughs> Man. Yeah, then he grew up on me. <laughs>
3: God. You are telling
2: that story like it was a friendly sort of thing, and you ended it with like, yeah, it took a while,
0: but uh, we got where we are now. Now we're here.
1: Also, Joey, we were all three in the same history class. I don't remember you well... being in that class. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
3: <laughs> there was a lot of
2: detail left out of us meeting, for sure. Yeah, Robert was definitely in that history class. You just sat like a few chairs down,
0: three
1: chairs away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> too far. That was too far for me. For <laughs> me to focus on.
1: You know who was also in that class? Garrett Kellum.
0: Was he? Yes. Wow. He was on the other what? side. Yeah. Garrett was. Garrett was in that
1: class. There are a lot of people in that class. He was on the other side. We all sat on the L side and then he yeah. yeah. sat on the separator yeah, side. He sat, oh, like, God. We sat yeah. like right by the door, the entrance door. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> also Adam Stolfus was in that class. I know
2: Adam was in that class because I thought he looked in the face a little like Dave Grohl, but he doesn't really. Now that all am <laughs> uh, so we saw Garrett and Adam last night. I've not seen Adam in forever. I I remember I've the people Garrett. sitting
0: by us was you the twin one of the twins it was uh joel okay joel and chrissy
2: mm-hmm. you me joel and chrissy were all pretty close
0: not pretty close but like in
2: that <laughs> class like we were all really friendly with each other we were like that other. square
0: yeah and that's all i remember mm. <laughs> sorry robert we <laughs> no, were that
2: square and you were that
1: you dark. were one square over I was the kid that people stole pencils from oh <laughs> no I thought
2: strangers were nice
0: Dude,
1: everyone loved Mr. Kimball I fucking hated him
0: Really? <laughs> I, I loved him day one he was he, my basketball coach too he asked
1: everyone. he was like what's your favorite movie And I I didn't know what to say. Before you were a film major, right? Yeah. (laughs) And I just said some film and he literally like everyone else is like nice, nice. And then when I said mine, he was like, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you (laughs) hate Yes. I love geography, and he was
0: an asshole. Oh, was, <laughs> it, was it geography? Was that the class? Yes. Oh, okay. He
2: became a film major despite him.
0: <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> I'm not. Do you remember? What was, do you remember what movie that was? Yeah, it was Cop Out. I didn't like Ooh. it, but I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> yeah, I hate that movie. So okay. that was a cop out. Yeah, I would said Cop Out because I thought it was funny because I was like, the movie's not good. And also,
2: oh, Cop Out. We
1: didn't get it. So I was yeah, like,
0: well, you were too smart for his wow. puny brain. I
1: was, I was like, like that was a problem. <laughs> I was like, screw me. <laughs> Uh
2: yeah, I like Mr. Kimball. I never talked to him because I was shy, but <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> um Yeah, we were all in that class. My first memory, I already talked about meeting Joey, I guess, but um, my first memory with Robert. So Caleb was the first person I met that I ended up like staying friends with, but Caleb and I didn't really become friends till sophomore year. Um cause he, he, we both played in band, but Robert was my first real friend when I moved to Missouri. Um, Gail's giving me a look. Don't say anything, but what are you thinking?
3: <laughs> <laughs> do some trades.
2: What are you saying? <laughs> what are you saying? But don't tell me. <laughs> no.
3: Um,
2: so, but yeah, that's the truth. Sorry. <laughs> um, I got, I had to get on the bus. Um, And, uh, yeah, I got on the bus, and at that corner was JT. We all know JT. JT lived next to me at the time. Um, I kind of talked to JT, but I was like, I'm not getting along with this guy. Um, And I got on the bus. And on that bus (laughs) was Robert Adams, (laughs) my first day of school. Um, I don't remember how we actually, like, started becoming friends, um, but I know we talked on the bus a lot. And I remember going over to your house very early on in freshman year and you talking about like how you're into video recording and you want it to be on SNL one day and all this stuff. And, um, yeah. I don't know. I'm just like reminiscing. I just, I, I just, I, I can't believe it. It's just so long ago at this point. It was literally like 10 years ago. I more think he, than.
1: it was, we had a common link and that was Karsten Roach. Oh yeah. Who, <laughs> who also rode our bus. Yes, that is true. We did have that common link. I think I heard you, I would talk to Karsten sometimes because I knew him because we went to the same middle school. And then I heard you talking to him and I was like, oh, this kid knows Karsten. Oh, because I swam with Karsten before. Right. So, and then I think we started talking because you you guys talked about something, maybe Star Wars. Mm. And- <laughs> <laughs> Look how that's <laughs> <come. Uh-oh. laughs>
0: And I, I think I was like,
1: I like Star Wars.
0: <laughs> now you're on a podcast talking about Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we do that all the time.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man.
2: Can you think of any other I'm trying to think of like more moments from the beginning of our friendship. I just remember like every day, like I was sad when you weren't on the bus. Aww, for sure. Oh absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like I like yeah, I, I I have since we there are lots of people you, you become friends with, you know, and you're just sort of like halfway friends with, but I don't know. It just been a lot to me to get on the bus and just immediately like click with you. And I, I've always felt like I'm really close with you, Robert, and I've always looked up to you. So yeah, no, like seriously, like shut up. No, no all like, I mean, it. <laughs> um, like it was just it, that never happens. It was just like an instant connection. And I, I felt an instant connection with Caleb and Joey, too um it's just Caleb and I didn't have any same classes and Joey's a drug dealer so <laughs> <laughs> um, like I was going over to your house like I said pretty early on um in high school which was just very different for me so
1: yeah I think you were one of my first friends from high school like that I met in high school
3: because
1: mm-hmm. I knew a few people from middle school but also you had moved from out of state. And everyone in St. Joe is like very St. Joe, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, someone <laughs> understands <laughs>
2: what it's like to not be from the state." Yes, you, yeah, I forgot you lived in uh, Georgia. Georgia? Yeah. Why did that sound wrong? Wrong for some reason. Um, and not only that, but when you moved, you kind of live. You went to a different
1: school yeah different middle school
2: middle school than most everybody else did so you really only knew like karsten and like a, like one or two other people right that ended up going to central yeah yeah so i don't know maybe that's where the connection came from but it was definitely there and then yeah it's just crazy i don't i it's just crazy it's crazy i'm glad we're here <laughs> how'd you meet me robert I'm just. That's I
1: met you. I'm trying to think. I, I also remember that class. I do specifically remember Joey because I was like, that's the tallest person I've ever seen.
2: <laughs> wow, that's got to be a new record. <laughs> yeah.
0: But then I saw Adam Stolten and I five, was six? like. <laughs> And then walked five minutes later,
1: you were like six foot still. Back no, then. I
0: wasn't six foot freshman. Year. I was probably like five ten, five not still. Nine. I was I was a small little <laughs> lad, and I was like this guy's huge. And then here I coming in with my oversized clothes and my long stick body. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I, I'm trying to remember. I saw you, but we didn't really hang out with the same people no. up until later. And I want to say, was it junior year? What when we started
0: hanging out? I think so. Yeah, it was junior year. Junior
1: year,
3: because like also, yeah. yeah,
1: we were starting to get to the point where we were we were both going to be on student government in uh, cabinet together. It, no, it was, it was right before that. Mm-hmm. Nick and Chance invited me over. We were at Chance's house, and you were there. They didn't tell me you
0: were going to be there. <laughs> it makes sense. I was always at chances or Nick's house. Yeah,
1: they sprung it on me, and Lived I was there I was like, "Who's this dude?" And I was like, "Oh, he's the kid from Mr. Kimball's class. Nah, he's the stick man who's tall." I was very intimidated at first because you had like. This- <laughs> You had like this straight face, and like you didn't laugh at anything. And I was
3: like, like, I'm sweating. All you
1: do is laugh now. I know. I was like, thinking back, like, so like in chance acted totally normal and so i was like
3: <laughs> the odd one out here.
1: but then we played monopoly that night and you oh, got God. really into it i hate monopoly you, well you kept going pay me <laughs> <laughs> that was the drug dealer wage. Yeah. literally any even if it wasn't your turn you were like pay me and i was like what <laughs> and you're like yeah sometimes my family steals <laughs> I <was> like, what <laughs>
0: He's talking about Monopoly not real life. Yeah.
1: Let's, let's it out there.
2: My family are not criminal. No, your dad just steals your data. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> but yeah, it was like, so it, we were watching some football game at the time. and You guys were trying to get me into uh, to uh, fantasy football as well. And you joined for a year. I did. You did it. And I got the best player in the league, and then he, like, busted his knee, and he beat his kids, and so <laughs> I couldn't use him anymore. his Adrian Peterson, yeah. It was horrible. <laughs> it was dark turn. He, like, was a wow. horrified
2: look. Yeah, that was a right sports, 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 That was also
1: the, <laughs> the last time I did fantasy football, seriously. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, no, I had no no connection with sports, and Joey just kept talking sports, and I was like, I got to try to fit in here. <laughs> yeah.
0: Sports is like 40% of my personality. See, but then you also, you talked about video games and stuff, and I was like... Oh. That's the other 50%. <laughs> that 10%, who knows? These are literally random. It's the color green. <laughs> it's, the color, it's, it's the color green in Halloween.
1: <laughs> But yeah, we were talking about video games, and then you were really into DC stuff, and I love yes. DC, and we started talking about that, and um, it, it just like, I can't remember what came out at the time, I want to say, oh, it was the Animated Suicide Squad, had come out recently. Oh, uh, Attack on Arkham. I uh, maybe assault, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. It was a it was a really that good, a good one. one. Yeah, I was around. That was around mm-hmm. that time. Yeah. That you was, introduced me to that, and that. That was a good one. That's when I started getting more into uh, comic book stuff, and I was like, hey, "This kid's actually kind of cool. <laughs> not, not just trying- scary. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's more than <laughs> <laughs> intimidating. <Yeah.
2: laughs> I think also, we're like, yeah, he's a little scary.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Joey of all people. I'm like
0: the least
1: intimidating person.
0: <laughs> Honestly. <I know. laughs>
1: Let's see. Also, since we'll give a shout out to uh, Caleb and Rollins here, since they're both here. Uh, let's see, Caleb, I met in debate. We were, we were partnered up. In, and you debate. hated him? I hated him so much. <laughs> I, yeah,
2: <laughs> you knew you. It was a whole thing. And then we, uh, you and I, were friends. So we started hanging out all together. And Robert came around.
1: Somehow. somehow we just did not get along as debate partners but i I do remember there was this one time they we were talking about marijuana legalization back in 2010 and we were going through the pros and cons
0: that would never be a thing
1: yeah everyone was like (laughs) this will never happen like a few years later yeah and i remember caleb was uh, this is a distinct moment caleb was the only one in the class he picked a pro side and he was like yeah we should Allow legalization because it'll make people more docile.
2: I did not Yes,
3: you did. <laughs>
1: oh my god. Then, I believe you would have that <laughs> in fans, honestly. And I was like, docile? Oh, okay. What's that word?
3: Because
1: <laughs> 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 I was like freaking 14
3: years old. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: and then Rollins, I met in Miss Brown's class and one of the first people I talked to in high school actually and she made me a Twitter account because she said you need to get online.
3: <laughs> and now all. Yeah, that's- no. <laughs> yeah, that goes
1: for that goes
0: for nowadays too. <laughs>
1: yeah. But, um I can't remember who else sat at that table, but uh Roland started talking to me. I was really nice. I didn't have any friends. And Caleb was actually pretty nice by the end of the, the, mm-hmm. the year in debate class. <laughs> We, I had, we had some laughs. laughs. But we really didn't become friends until later.
2: <laughs> we had some laughs and not some laughs. <laughs> um, and then if we want to do an honorable, honorable mention, we can talk about how Caleb and Rollins met. <laughs> yeah. No, we're not going <laughs> to do that.
3: To hear that story, sign up for our Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, that will include uh, images. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. you know.
0: I don't know how I met Caleb.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, he liked the ball so hard. Yeah, no, but I met him before that because, like, I know we did fantasy football, but I think that wasn't until his junior year. Were you in the beginning of it, or was that until college when you joined it?
3: No, I came with
0: him. No, 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 fantasy football.
3: Oh, I
2: think that was. Later. That's a good question.
0: Yeah, was that later? later? Uh,
2: that was right before college because I was. It was my last one of my last nights at GoodSense, and I brought like three party trays and a bunch of chips over, and I didn't pay for them.
0: <laughs> um, so yeah, maybe it was fancy football, maybe it wasn't. Um, I know I probably met him through Robert because I wasn't as good as friends with Michael at the time. So uh, he was probably with him while I was hanging out with Robert or something? You
2: met me from Robert?
0: Maybe. <laughs> we
2: went to middle school together.
0: Okay. I sat next to you in one
2: of our first classes in seventh grade.
0: Joey. So we went to middle school together, but I didn't know this guy. He wasn't, <laughs> he wasn't my friend. <laughs> I mean that in the least mean way possible. I'm learning some things today. He <laughs> wasn't <laughs> He wasn't my friend. He just existed as well. Um, That's true. Yeah. See, I don't know. I think I really started to like Caleb whenever we all wore Fitbits together.
3: (laughs) Oh yeah, (laughs) twenty miles. There's
0: when did we meet Caleb and when did we like Caleb? (laughs) (laughs) And and like we used to like have was it monthly or weekly? I think it was like a weekly challenge of like who can get the most steps a week. And Caleb like broke his ankle from walking too much.
3: <laughs> and, yeah. I
0: just, and I was like, this
2: guy's serious. I just remember Caleb and I would go work out every now and then. And around that time, I just remember like I was lifting or something. I was focusing on that. And I look up and I see Caleb on the treadmill, shaking, <laughs> dripping sweat, saying, I have to beat Nick. <laughs> it, was, it was
3: Nick. Right. It was always Nick. <laughs> Nick was
1: always at the top. It was ridiculous. Yeah. One time we were all at my house spending the night. And so Nick was not there, but you saw that Nick was ahead. So Caleb left us all hanging out to go into the other part of our basement where the tremel is. And he started using it. Yep. Yep. I that sounds like, right.
0: He's <laughs> shaking his head. Yes. I used to throw newspapers in the morning at like two o'clock in the morning. And um, I would hang out with probably just Robert. And then like, yeah. in like two o'clock in the morning, there would be this car. And it would be Michael and Michael and Caleb meeting me on my route with with a box of donuts. And I'm like, what's going on here? As I'm running from house to house delivering newspapers.
2: Well, I delivered newspapers with you at one point. You did
0: at one point. Yeah. I was that later then? Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying, this is like one of the first oh, okay. <laughs> memories of Caleb.
2: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Things that I can remember, really. Caleb and I would get donuts at three in the morning in high school. Yep. <laughs> don't know really know how
0: we managed to make that work. But <laughs> we're alive right now. Yeah. For- <laughs> first time I met Rollins apparently was sophomore year in a health class where I sat behind her with this with this kid Briscoe and he used to bother her and some other girl at the table in front of him and I paid no mind to it I was just like this kid's annoying <laughs> like, why does he keep bothering them and then the next year happened and we were both in student government And at the beginning of the year she was just sitting by herself looking like she had no friends and I was like hi what's your name <laughs> And that's how it started.
2: <laughs> well, I met Caleb.
0: Yeah, here's the story, the real story.
2: Well, we're not going too long. <laughs> yeah, I met Caleb um, in band. Yeah. Uh, I had just moved to Missouri, and the first thing I did when I moved to Missouri from Indiana is I went to swim. I was I was part of the uh, what are we called? I don't remember what the Saint Joseph. The why? Barracudas. Oh, oh God, Rollins didn't swim, oh, and she knew that. <laughs> Yeah, Um, And uh, uh, I I swam But very very shortly after that I did band And I sat down in my seat And I was just like overwhelmed There's like a hundred More than a hundred people in that class And I was not saying anything to anyone And the um, uh, girl who was a year older than me uh, Who also played alto saxophone I played alto um, She was like Sort of talking to me, and she was she was seeing I was being so quiet, and she wanted to introduce me um, to someone I could talk to. And she said, "God, I remember it like it was yesterday." She was like, "Here, you and Caleb can be friends." And I, <laughs> I, I look over, and it's like he he had just appeared there out of nowhere, <laughs> but he was there the whole time. I think wearing a green hoodie. Um, he's thinking, "Nope, no." I don't know. <laughs> and I look over, and he's got this like. Um, not bowl cut haircut, but just longer <laughs> hair. It was not good. And we bad. said hi to each other and didn't really say anything after that. <laughs> and that was the start of a wonderful friendship. But for some reason, it stuck with me. And then sophomore year, uh, where I had the same class as Caleb, uh, a couple other really great guys, um, and then Rollins across the room. Um, uh, we were. That's when Caleb and I and James, because so I was already friends with James. We sat with James, and we James and I were both like, we should hang out at Caleb's house. So we went over to Caleb's house, and I just didn't stop going to Caleb's house. <laughs> <laughs> um, 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 I knew Rollins in that class. I just thought, this is going to sound so ridiculous. I'm sorry, <laughs> everyone. I just always thought she was a girl with a really pretty smile. I've told her that. Um But I was like, she's way
0: too cool for me. She's
2: way too popular for me. I'm not even going to think about that. Um, And we didn't get really introduced and become friends until college. Um, And that is thanks to Joey, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Who gave her my number so we could study uh, biology. And now we're dating. So
0: <laughs> Thumbs up from across the room. Yes. <laughs> Seal of approval. <laughs> uh
2: yeah. Yep. I love you guys. I love all you guys. You're all great. Love you guys. I too. love Robert more than anyone. That's oh. fair. A lot of people do apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, really sad because Kristen said that Robert's her favorite. I'm not sad.
0: I've known this this for a while, and I've just dealt with it. It's just a thing now.
2: I'm not sad. I'm in the the acceptance stage.
0: (laughs) I'm I'm way past it all. That's okay. Oh, man. Okay. Anything else to say before we send it off? I
2: don't think so. I'm honestly really just looking forward to talking about Halloween stuff because that was such a fun topic. Just, I'm just not even just a fun topic. I'm just in the mood now. I'm in the mood for Halloween. I, I, we got John's wedding out of the way. Thank God. (laughs) We can just think about Halloween.
1: (laughs) I have something to say. (gasps) Whoa, Robert's adding something. (laughs) I would die for you guys.
2: I mean, we laugh. I die for you guys.
3: I would. I have something to say. This is serious.
1: Okay. Is that all? You just yeah. wanted to say I for you guys? Yeah, that's, uh, that's season two. <laughs>
2: season two, we're moving to a new level of friendship. Yeah.
0: Well, all right. Thank you all for listening to. The first episode of season two of Joe Miro. Thank you all. Have a good day. Good night. Good rest of your day. Good <laughs> evening. Whatever you're doing, have a good rest of it. Thank you, <gasps> Joe Miro. Joe Miro Yo- season two. Joe Miro. Joe Miro season two episode one. Joe Miro. Halloween special. Halloween. 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 Do you want to